Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. That was my goal coming back. My second year is just to get that natty. And so when that when it when it got canceled, it was kind of a lot of emotions. We didn't even get a chance to you know go after it. Welcome to 94 and More, a podcast presented by Bristol Studio. I'm Jake Fenster, and I'm here with Vic Law. What's good? And today, our guest is Devon Dotson. Devon, thank you for jumping on with us. How are you guys doing? Thank you guys for having me. Pleasure. Appreciate it, man. How is uh, how have these last few months been for you? What have you been up to, and what has life been like? Uh, I mean, it's been interesting, man. Just, you know, the draft getting pushed back, and just the uncertainty. And I was trying to take it day by day. Just been training uh, out here in Vegas. You know, the drive got pushed back again to November. So, so my life's just been, you know, training for that, getting prepared mm-hmm. for the next step of my life. So that's what I've been doing. Can you introduce yourself maybe a little bit for those who aren't as familiar right. with you? Right. Uh, I'm Devon Dodson. I played two years at Kansas University from Charlotte, North Carolina. Uh, well, I was born in Chicago with Vic Law. And, uh, sure. <laughs> IJP, son. Yeah, went to the same middle school as Big Law. And, uh, but yeah, so I moved to Charlotte. I decided to go to Kansas, played two years there. Had pretty good season this past year until it got, all got canceled because of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. But um, entered my name in the draft and just waiting for November so did, 18th. When did you move to Charlotte? Um, I moved when I was in sixth grade. Family just wanted something different. Thought Charlotte was, you know, a good place to raise the family. So you were there for high school as well? Or did you say you went to Chicago for high school? Yeah, I went to high school in uh, Charlotte, Providence Day with uh, Grant Williams. He plays for Celtics. Mm-hmm. If you got familiar with him? Yeah, I, lo- I love hey, it. Devon, Devon, what do you? How do you think um, your basketball development? And I guess just your uh, lifestyle would have differed had you stayed in Chicago. Right. I, you know, I, I kind of think about that. You know, me and my dad think about how things would have been different if we stayed in Chicago. I think moving to the East Coast, I think brought me more exposure, bro. Just I don't know, just more colleges over there on the East Coast. You know, you got all the Carolina schools. Uh, it's just I don't know, Chicago. You can kind of get lost in the, in, the, in that kind of big city. Right. Right. And uh, if you don't find the right, you know, team in high school, you know, it just couldn't you work kind out of lost right. with the scouts. But so moving over there was big for me. I think uh, it helped out a lot with uh, recruiting and exposure and all that stuff. So, what's the well, basketball I mean, culture like over there? Because I know Vic talks a lot about the yeah. Chicago basketball experience, <laughs> and it's like grit and grind. Yeah. People are playing outside nah. in the snow yeah, nah, with their Tim's sure. on. <laughs> yeah, Chicago, you know, basketball life, I feel like is a lot tougher. I think that's where, you know, playing in the, the city leagues in Chicago, that's where I, like, I grew up, got like my kind of my competitiveness, like toughness mm-hmm. from. But, you know, East Coast, kind of smooth over there. You know, people have talent, love the hoop. You know, they call it the hoop state now where in uh, North Carolina. I mean, that's I mean, up it, for it, debate, though. We're not, we're not going to say nah, what it is. I don't know, big, I don't know. I think, I, think East Coast, I think East Coast got it, bro. Don't forget about California. How about I say, I think right now you had to say California got it. If we talk nah, about just states. I don't know about that one, big. How, uh, I guess, fortunate do you think you are that you got to play with somebody talented like Grant or that Grant got to play with you? You know, let me ask the question right. <laughs> that uh, Grant got to play with you. 
You know, it was cool. I actually, you know, I first moved to North Carolina. We actually played on the same travel team. So, you know, I've known Grant for a long time now. That's been my guy. So, yeah, playing for high school, it was cool because uh, his basketball IQ was very advanced. He's like a coach out there. You know, it's, it's funny how he goes about things. And he was actually in, like, the school play. Uh, <laughs> no way. So he, he was always involved in extracurricular stuff. Do you remember what the play was? <laughs> I do not. Uh, <laughs> I don't, was, I don't he probably didn't even go. Something. That's what's crazy. I think I, I went, didn't even go. I think I think I went for it for about like ten minutes. And I'm like, yeah, I gotta go. I, I gotta go. <laughs> it was probably one of those yeah, classic he, high school productions. <laughs> yeah, bro. I, it was just not my thing going to school <laughs> play, but that's what Grant is about. How did you get started in sports? Was it basketball from the jump, or were you just kind of you know playing all kinds of sports when you were little, and then just focused once you got to high school or what, what was your journey like man I played a lot of sports growing up that's just you know how my parents and my dad like raised me and my brother it wasn't just basketball it was football baseball soccer hockey really uh, wow nah yeah just, just a whole bunch of sports and I think playing a variety of sports like that helps with footwork different things for your athletic ability so I didn't start focusing on basketball until around like sixth grade kind of saw you know I, I could really do something with the game of basketball and that's when yeah, I started taking more serious and you said North Carolina is just a state that has so many hoopers yeah all these people come out of that area was that something yeah. that you kind of took as a chip on your shoulder and said, all right, I'm, I have to differentiate myself early and really like make a name for myself out here? Yeah, not for sure. When you first move, I mean, you move, like you move there, you know, you're a new kid. So, you know, a lot of people don't really know about you. Always the established hoopers that you have in each state, you know, kind of just making a name for yourself around like six and seven. Hey, I, that's when I said I started to become more serious, you know, start to actually do the extra reps, you know, I practice getting up shots for school in the driveway just shooting uh, with my dad and yeah around that time was it because you you know you started playing AAU you started traveling more and seeing like what was actually out there yeah that made yeah. you be like maybe basketball could be where I make this jump or what was the turning point honestly bro I think it was uh I think it was just Dalen bro he's like three years older than me my older brother mm -hmm. and uh so around ninth, ninth grade you know he he started to focus on it and I, I just, you know, I was just following kind of him. And uh, right. and, and he, he dropped everything. So I was like, I'm going to drop stuff too. So just kind of following what, what he was doing. And, uh, you know, that's, that's when I started to become more serious. Would you guys play against each other, like in the in, in the uh, backyard <laughs> yeah, and just like yeah. go at it? Dog, dog. <laughs> we, we, had a, we had a basement in Chicago. Uh -huh. We set like two Fisher-Price hoops down in the basement, had like a full court going. I kid you not, every time I played one-on-one, -on -one, we did not finish the game. You know, like we'll go to 10, we'll stop at 7-6 with like a bloody nose. Yep. You know, <laughs> somebody head getting, getting smashed or just, just some craziness. It was just always just a battle. Like, Jake, I, I, think, I don't want yeah, I don't want to cut y'all, uh, but Jake, you know it, it's similar. I, I, you know, not so much blood ties, but uh, you know, me and Devon would play one on one. It would always end up with somebody's <laughs> ankles getting snatched, somebody getting dunked on. And no, we, gotta, we don't have to name. We don't have to name names. Okay, it seems like okay. a common theme on ninety four okay. more that we get somebody that I've played and beat. We don't know about that okay. and say the names, man. But you know, it seems like it's a common thing. I don't, I don't even want to expose you. You know what happened last year <laughs> on this podcast, bro, with me and you. But you know, we're gonna leave it at that. I think the we're best the best way to move forward is just when you're both playing each other in the NBA next season. We'll see who gets That's the better of who, tough, and then we can we can bring we'll it back see. on this show and we can discuss it. We'll 
we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> but going back to what you said about your brother and just kind of the competition that you guys had and, and loved, was that something that you always had in you? Or was that something that you felt kind of came out when you were playing with him since he was older and, you know, he was maybe further along in his game than right. gave you that competitive edge to take with you into high school hoops? I mean, yeah, that it all has a little bit, you know, uh, that goes into it. So I think just that it's, it's in me, uh, that competitive drive. And then when you add on, you know, older brother trying to be him every day, you know, that adds to it. That's always been my edge, you know, my competitive nature, hating to lose. It could be anything, bro, like cards, racing. 2K. Like, 2K, fishing, bro. Like, I'm always just going to try to win. Like. <laughs> but getting back to, to the basketball yeah, side of things, what was your high school experience like? Can you kind of take us through that and, and what you remember most fondly about it and just like what you learned and, and how you grew as a player and just as a person? Yeah, I went to Providence Day, the uh, private school out there in Charlotte. They had a great basketball program, great education. Learned a lot from from going there. Uh, How big was your class at at the school? How big was your grade? Uh, It was about 170, 200. Okay, yeah. Got you. That's kind of, I mean, that's like what I I went to. It was like 120 people. Yeah, yeah, it was. I enjoyed it, bro. Because, I mean, I guess big time hoopers, they'll go to a boarding school. Yeah. And, or a prep school. And my mindset, you know, I had I had the chances to go like a Montverde, Oak Hill. And I was actually, you know, honestly, my senior year, I, I was ready to go to Oak Hill. And um, why? Was I, it the name? Was it the draw of just being a basketball powerhouse? Or, or was there another reason that was kind of pulling you in? It was just, you know, I committed to Kansas. Felt like, you know, my senior year, I needed to improve. So playing against and practice every day, uh, you know, against high-level competition would prepare me for college and just the exposure, you know, playing on a national schedule. But I think what, like, held me back was you, you're you only in high school once and you only get your senior year high school once. Mm-hmm. And it, and I was, you know, talking to my parents and uh, I was felt like it's going to be a time where basketball is my, you know, everything, my career. And in high school, I kind of just want to you know, be a kid and, and, and um, live that last senior year of high school. And I wouldn't take that back because, you know, senior no, yeah. year was, was tough. I think that's amazing to, to get. I think a lot of people skip over that and they kind of are focused on the next right. step at every point, you know, and it's, yep. Right. It's important to to also be in the moment and appreciate what oh, you have yeah, because bro. you know you never know what tomorrow looks like. So for you to you know want be wanting yeah. to work on your game when you already have committed to Kansas, but then realizing yeah. like no, what's best for me right now is to really focus on on who I am and how I want to grow and mature. Right. Uh, before right. you know, then, you knew what you signed up for with Kansas. That's that's right. like yeah, professional. Yeah. That's that's yeah, like you're a pro. That's an all day thing. Yeah, yeah, sure. What was so, that pro- recruiting process like for you? Was Kansas just the one from the jump? Did you have a different school in mind before they approached you, or, or how did you go about that? Colleges started to ramp up. You know, recruited me uh, around my sophomore year. I think around that time, sophomore year, North Carolina offered me. Uh, you know, all the North Carolina schools, NC State, Wake. I honestly was favorites in UNC my sophomore year. I mean, UNC is at school. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, I'm, a, I'm a young sophomore in the state of North Carolina. How far away is that um, from your crib? Like two hours. Still yeah. enough where you feel like you're going to school and your family can't yeah. just always drop in, but but close enough right. for them to come to the games. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, yeah, I mean, this this could be the landing spot. But, um, you know, my dad was like, you know, see see your options, you know, play play AU season, you know, see, see what else you get. Other schools start coming on. And then Kansas offered my junior year. I mean, UNC got out the picture because, you know, a guard committed there, but it really came down to Kansas and Kobe. Oh. 
Yeah. Well, how, how was it? Hey, tell me, walk me through like your um, recruiting process. Obviously, you were a bigger name in high school. You know, you highly ranked. What it looked like being recruited as that player, like, was everyone kind of selling you the, you know, you're our guy, like, you know, we, we want you, we need you type thing? Or was it like a real genuine, like, message you were getting? Uh, and, and is that like what you wanted? Like, what were you looking for throughout your recruitment? You know, I was, I was looking for something I can feel like is real and in that relationship they form with my parents and my family. I can feel that. You know, I, I can feel yeah. which which coaching staff really, you know, wanna, you know, take the time uh with your family and and, and really try to improve you as a as a, you know, first off the court and then, you know, right. you know, of course on the court. Do you remember oh, yeah, so what, I'm sure you do cuz this is not that long ago, but maybe walk us through what your Kansas conversation was like that, you know, really kind of when you met with the coach or whoever it was at the team that you spoke to um, that kind of made you realize that was the final decision and that was where you were going to go? Yeah. Um, it kind of, I mean, I took until uh, October of my senior year. Yeah, it came down to Kansas and Florida. Was Northwestern not in the mix? <laughs> no. No, they, 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 you're right. We... Yeah, they did not recruit me. I never yeah, thought they needed a coach yeah. staff, you know. Yeah. Well, they had Vic, Vic Law, Law yeah. Not, not to, yeah, yeah, yeah. Vic Law told him not to recruit me because he knew if his spot would have been taken. Well, well, <laughs> had you came in and uh, visited, I'd have got you a free dorm lunch, though. <laughs> really? I don't know what these other schools are offering you, but I ain't. A dorm lunch? I mean, what what you need, son? I'm trying to, <laughs> I, I, I beat you a one-on-one. I've, I've groomed I've you to had, the point that you're at I've right never, now. <laughs> I've never had a dorm lunch. I've never heard of that. Exactly. So Vic is offering. You never had lunch at Kansas? Dorm lunch? What is a dorm lunch? We have never had a dorm Jake, lunch. Jake, are we just going to walk over this, Jake? He's never had lunch at <laughs> a dorm. I mean, look, Kansas Yo, is different. We, what is a dorm lunch? I'm still confused. What do you mean? What is a lunch that you get when you're a freshman and you live in the dorm? No, bro. You go to the cafeteria and you get food. And then you, you go back to the dorm. Not at a dorm? <laughs> no. Sorry, let's transition back. Um, moving oh, on through man. college, what um do you think was the most impactful thing you learned playing at Kansas, being on such a winning team that'll help you as you go into the draft, being becoming a pro? I think just that I don't know that mindset of uh you know winning and playing under Coach Self, you know how much he wins and the the things that he preaches, you know the little stuff that that it takes to actually win and just have that edge and. Playing under him, hearing, listening to him every day, how he brings it every single practice, every day, bro. It's like this guy really wants it. You know, he's playing under that. It's just it's motivation and, and focus on winning and, and, and the team and then really see, you know, sit down and see your options, uh, you know, what's, what's realistic um, at the end of the season. You jumped uh, in points from your freshman year to your sophomore year from 12.3 to 18.1, which is a pretty significant jump. Right. Like, is there something that you would credit that success and that improvement to during that offseason? Or, or was it just kind of being more comfortable and getting back out there and having a second season that, you know, helped you just grow as a player? Since the offseason, bro, I, I took it very serious. Like, you know, from, you know, the work to the film, just to my body, things that, you know, I was doing off the court. It's predicating that a lot towards the season. And I knew what I needed to work on my freshman year and applying that to the off season and, and getting that better to help, you know, my coaching staff, Coach Rob, KT, Coach Self, help me out with the mental part, the leadership part of it. And um, which led to, you know, team being number one in the nation and, and uh, you know, having a good shot to win it all. So 
Um, so what was that like to carry the weight of being number one in the nation? What did that feel like? It's, it's a good feeling. You know, when being number one, you have that target on your back. You had that bullseye in each and every game. You know, teams are going to give it their best shot. So it was a great feeling. Uh, winning 17 straight. You know, we were rolling. We were, we were clicking at the right times. You know, we were trending upwards. Uh, you know, things just came to a halt. So it was amazing, though. That, that season was special for sure. Devon, you know, going with a tradition like Kansas and having guards before you like Frank Mason and Devontae Graham, did you get to play with those guys? And what kind of did they uh, pass on to you as they left? I mean, I didn't get to play with Frank, but, uh, I mean, Devontae would come back, hop in a workout, hop into practice, right. and uh, play a little bit. You know, I mean, Devontae does a good job of keeping in contact with, uh, you know, the players and, and the team, really. Right. When he would see some, I mean, he'll, he'll send a text, you know, either to myself or create a, like a whole video for the team. So, I mean, he, he does a good job of staying connected uh, to the team, even though he left. Staying on that point, did yeah. you have a player that you molded your game after, whether that was like in the college or in the NBA, somebody that you just looked to as kind of a blueprint for how you could succeed at that level? Nah, not, not really in college, bro. I mean, I, growing up, being from Chicago, uh, I watched a whole bunch of Derrick Rose growing mm-hmm. up. That was like my favorite player growing up. It's all I watched. But, um, you know, in college, I, I didn't really, you know, watch film on, on one person and lock in. You know, I always, I mean, I'm a fan of basketball. You know, I, I watch different point guards in the league, see how, you know, they go about things. They're really not like a blueprint, though. What was it about Derrick Rose's game? I mean, obviously, it's the explosiveness and just his IQ is so high and all of that. But what would you say, Mm -hmm. you know, you took most from his game? I think just his his drive, bro. Um, He hated to lose. Just just seeing that, you know, it wasn't all about him being a team player. He was just a, you know, a real dude that valued, you know, the right stuff. Well, what kind of player is Devon Dotson? What do you bring to an NBA team? Like, how do you think your game translates to the next level? Just my, you know, my speed. My IQ, play both ends of the floor. You know, I I, I can defend uh, the opposing point guard, you know, pressure the ball, and then just make plays, uh, get in the lane at will. Just a dynamic, athletic PG that can really change the pace of a whole game. I want to take it back just a, a tiny bit. What was it like for you, you know, being a lifelong basketball fan, going to play at one of the most well-known basketball schools in the country, and then knowing you were ready to make that jump and go after your dreams in the NBA? Do you remember what that decision, when that decision came and how you felt immediately following that, who you told, who you were with when you announced it, just that whole process? So the season ended around March and uh, got the news. And actually, for like a week or like four or five days, bro, I was honestly like, because like, you know, that that whole season and starting from the off season, the whole goal was national yeah. championship. And, you know, with the team we had, with the pieces we had, you know, this was the year, you know, this was the, this was the year to do it season we had 17 straight it was just like we we can really do this and that was my goal for coming back my second year is just to get that natty and so when that when it when it got canceled it was just kind of a lot of emotions we didn't even get a chance to you know go after it i'm thinking i want to i want to i want to try to go mm-hmm. after it again and then really just settling down talking to my coaching staff you know my dad mom you know really just seeing my best options and seeing what's best for myself at the end of the day did that feel freeing at all, kind of making that decision finally and moving, you know, another step closer to your dream? Yeah, in a way. I mean, there's a lot of emotions. You know, I, of course, you know, I'm, I'm going to miss, uh, you know, the Kansas, the fans, the games. You know, at the same time, this has been my lifelong, yeah, journey, like you said. Mm-hmm. And so just being one step closer to that, 
you know, it's a, it's a great feeling. And, uh, you know, work's not done yet. You know, still got to get there and, and maintain. Hey, D, do you think uh, – because you will be a junior, right? Yeah. Do you think you'll uh, finish your degree? I'm going to definitely go get my degree, finish it. How how much of that – like, what, what are you studying? What What's the focus from an education standpoint for you? Like, what are you interested in doing outside of basketball? On the, something on the business side, my dad is in business. Being around him, that's something that intrigues me. Creating something, being an owner of a business. Do you ever think about business opportunities lie ahead there and maybe using that as a way to create other opportunities for yourself outside of the game? Yeah, for sure. Think about, you know, different ways that you can make some more money, you know, doing different things. I, I've been thinking about, you know, that a lot recently, thinking of different ways you can just create you know, your brand, really. Yeah. Just find different. Yeah, yeah create, create a brand. So. Yeah, that's something I've been thinking about. So I, I don't know. You got time, man. You, you're how old are you? Twenty? Yeah. Just turned twenty one. Oh, congrats! Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yeah. Old Jake, my God. Yeah, Vic bro. is the old one on the yeah, show. Yeah. Hold, wait, wait for the potential. <laughs> <laughs> now, hey, but bringing you back, uh, Devon, I should have asked this earlier, but you know, on this podcast, we we got to hit on some of the current event topics that's going on. The we're gonna go back to the high school, man. You know. Going into college, you know the G League is doing their uh, is it Ignite team? I think that's what they're called. Man, let's go back to like the high school divine. If that was around mm-hmm. when you were in high school, what do you think you would have done as right. far as college and or turning pro and making money? Nah, I definitely would have gone to college. You think so? Why? I don't know, bro. It's just and college was fun. You know, just, yeah. <laughs> just going through that. It was fun playing for you know a state fan base. But how different, I wonder how different you would feel, right? Because you grew up in Charlotte. So you kind of had, and like you said, you know, North UNC was the school, right? So you had this affinity for a basketball powerhouse school. And it was like, when we watch that, you see the fans, you see the environment, and it's super exciting. And then like, that's what you're chasing, right? But now that this exists, this Ignite team, as Vic said, you know, I wonder how many kids are going to be looking at that instead of at college. So you know how you had that connection to UNC that right. then you know led you to Kansas. It's interesting to think about what the kid is that's twelve right now is is getting excited about you know for their career and their path. That's a good point. Well, do you take us through like what's different now in pre-draft for those that don't know, as opposed to last year when you went through pre-draft. Yeah, so I mean pre-draft last year was you know lightning quick compared. Wait, to just sorry, just to clarify now. real quick. So you went, uh, you right. declared for the draft and then went back to college last year. Yeah, declared, got an agent, but um, didn't sign anything. And then uh, there's a certain pullout date, test the waters. You gotta decide why to go why did you decide school. to go back to school? You just ultimately kind of weighed all your options and you just thought that was the better one? Yeah, the better options. With what they're doing now, I mean, it's, it's super beneficial of yeah. seeing what teams are thinking, getting feedback. And, uh, you know, it's going through that. Like, why wouldn't yeah. you really? Seeing where you're at with the pro teams and stuff. Ultimately, I uh, came back to, you know, win the national championship, just seeing the pieces that we were going to get back, you know, big dope, being a senior, dominant big, and, uh, you know, the pieces we had, I really think we could have won it. So that, that was that was a big reason why. And then going back yeah. to Vic's question, how did the last year pre-draft workouts compare to this year? Obviously, a lot happened in between. It's just really just been working out. No going to team workout. It's just straight just working out. It's just a long process this year as of last year. I mean, last year was training like without doing anything for about like two or three weeks. And then you would go fly city to city to go work out for some teams. And then it's the combine. So everything's happening at a fast pace. Well, this year it's just uncertainty. You don't know 
the teams are having workouts, but, you know, as of now, you know, they're not having workouts. So it's really just kind of waiting and seeing and just taking day by day. Do you think you have an advantage because you did the combine and did all the workouts last year? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, they've seen you in person before. Yeah. Right. Where a lot of players don't have that. Right. Yeah. It was super cool going through that last year and interviewing with, with some teams. What are you doing like outside of basketball during this time just to keep your mind right? You know, just like like we talk about and everybody knows the world is changing right. every day. There's a lot going on. So how are you maintaining your focus right. and, and keeping yourself where you need to be? You know, I've been golfing, bro. Uh, I'm Vegas. Get out nice of courses. I, when have you gone? I'm dead. I'm I'm dead serious. I've been golfing. I've been Good. golfing. Uh, it's a nice course. It's called the Revere. You know, I've been out there. I played 18 holes about the last week and I play another eighteen maybe this week. So golfing. Are you any good? I'm nice. <laughs> Vic Vic has a jacked up shot, cool. so he needs some tips. Yeah, I, <laughs> there's, there's video proof everywhere. I'll, I, hey, well, I'll get out there though. I've seen your top golf skills, bro. No, nah, but the I thing is good. though, I played not seriously. If you if you get me out there with the right people, which has been done, I'll give you a good okay. eighteen. On. We'll see. Now I'll give you a good fifteen, we'll and I'll get in three. Will three at some point will be that. <laughs> at least he has confidence. <laughs> right right (laughs) but yeah man i mean is there anything that you want people to know that you know that they might not know about you uh other things that you know you feel just share deep insights to to who you are and what you value the spiritual guy you know faith that's big in my life you know family guy i don't know it's just you know sad to see the events that are going on right now around the world yeah bro it's just it's it's yeah right now in the world but yeah, man, I mean, thank you so much for taking the time to to jump on this with us. And I don't know if you have any questions or anything else you you want to get across on this episode, but I think that's it for us. Yeah, well, you know, we got to ask him, ask him the question before he gets out. All right, Devon, mm-hmm. name your Mount Rushmore of basketball. Okay. So MJ. Okay. Sure. Is he like is he like your best ever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. He's my goat. That's Vic's goat too. Uh, D. Rose is on there. Okay. For sure. And then... Team Mac on three. Let me go with uh, wow. Tim Duncan. Yeah, that's great. No with Kobe. Okay. Yeah. Tough. Yeah. All right, now. Yeah. That's tough. <laughs> that's Jake, get your tough for me. Jake. Yeah, bro. I mean, Kobe's a great player. Yeah, that's no. Piece, you know? I think T Mac was different. Fair enough. He was all healthy. But yeah, man, appreciate yeah. you. Very much looking forward to, to seeing how everything yes, pans sir. out for you in the next, what is it, November, I guess, in the next few months. And uh, excited to have you back on here, man. Yeah. 18th, we'll be watching. Of course, man. Appreciate you, Devon. Appreciate you guys for having me, bro. Of course, man. This podcast is presented by Bristol Studio. Edited by Chris Hernandez. Music by James Grissom. listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform check us out at believe.com and search for b-l-e-a-v on youtube